we're trying to figure out a type of episode where we don't do like full on detailed script written type of long form episode, but we talk about shorter stories like funny stuff, bizarre stuff, stuff that isn't worthy of being on the front page. You know, the stuff that's in the back pages somewhere in the corner. Weird news. It's the chat edition. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to think of a name for this type of episode. Help us out if you have any ideas. Send them Light our way. crimes. Yeah. <laughs> Light crimes. <laughs> we really need help. Alex, how was your journey? You've traveled quite a bit in the past week. Oh my God. I got to live my post-apocalyptic travel dreams on this trip. What do you mean? I mean, first of all, there's so much more identification happening. It's like you're getting scanned and buzzed and and your temperature's taken and all of that. And then you get into security and there are all of these guys wearing full-on hazmat suits, like with the face shield and like full white, the full outfit. And um, it was pretty intense. They spray you as you walk in and walk out. The power of Christ compels you. (laughs) (laughs) but it was actually also like the best long distance travel i've had in a long time because there were like half as many travelers as usual i got an entire road to myself everything Mm. you know everyone has to stay away from you and when you're traveling long distance that's actually so nice so you put your feet up yeah you did you put your feet up on the window and just lay like it's a bed I did stretch out. I took full advantage of the nice. like space. Yeah, it was super nice, actually. But it was still long. I think the older I get, the less... I, I like the idea of travel, but the actual like physical act mm-hmm. of doing it... Ugh, no, thank you. We need teleportation. Like It should yeah. be available already, right? Come on. I, know. I mean, all that stuff the government recovered at Roswell. Come on. Right. That's exactly what I was going to say. After all of this alien technology that we haven't found, quote unquote, you'd think we'd have gotten there by now. Come on. Teleport us. Open whatever wormholes there are in the fabric of space. (laughs) Whatever it takes. I don't want to fly anymore. Please. I'm done with it. Uh Uh-huh. That alien technology is too old for us. (laughs) We need something else. An update. Yeah. How about you? How are you doing? How are your teeth? Well, oh, my teeth are perfectly fine. I haven't pulled it out yet. The fractured tooth is coming out next week. So that's going to be an adventure. And I'm I'm going to take the brave route and not go under sedation because it's, what? it's like $1,000, okay? <gasps> and That's just cruel. Right. And if you just do the local anesthetic injection version of it it's just like 150 bucks or something i mean the sedation yeah. costs so i'm like yep i'll I'll take the injection thank you i'm not spending a wow. thousand extra dollars just That's to go crazy. under so i mean i gave birth this can't be worse than that right <laughs> not that I well not know. that giving birth was so bad actually so i mean this might be worse than that <laughs> oh my god i don't know you're scaring me <laughs> no no, actually, childbirth wasn't that hard for me. I think I'd rather get abducted by aliens than either <laughs> of these things that you're talking about. Well, it depends on the kinds of aliens that abduct and the us, kind right? of abduction. Yeah. 
But are they really putting like baby sized probes in you? Because Ooh. I feel like no. I don't think we can come back from that. Oops, sorry. <laughs> we'll probably go straight into the recycle bin on the spaceship. <laughs> They'll be like, oops, I broke this one. We broke that one. <laughs> Someone get the broom. I don't I don't actually think aliens abduct people. I don't think so. I don't think that's happening. Yeah. I mean, I do believe they visit the planet for sure. For sure. I think they come here to observe us. I think they're here to see where we're at. They're also here to monitor us because we have nuclear technology now, right? And they want to make sure we're not getting too crazy with it, I think. I don't think they're here to abduct anyone and do I like to think that we're like Earth is just one big zoo, a menagerie. It is. And that's all. They're they're just here to look at us. And they just like stop by. Like you you were taking your kid to the zoo the other day just to kill time, right? Just to, you know, burn mm-hmm. off some energy. That's what exactly. they're doing. They're just stopping by. They want to see the monkeys. <laughs> just like us. I don't think an intelligent being of that caliber would want to invade us. Like, why waste energy? Yeah. Right? Like, why? Yeah, yeah. Just, just wait another couple hundred years. We're all killing our- ourselves anyway. Like, just look at the planet. Yeah, you have to think that if they have the technology to, like, cross light years of distance, they don't need to, like, physically investigate Absolutely our not. bodies for any interesting information. Yeah, they're not here to attack us whatsoever. So uh, those invasion movies and, uh, you know, it's gr- it's fun to watch, but <laughs> it's never going to happen. They're like, ah, why waste time? They're going down anyway. Just, <laughs> just wait a few hundred years. We'll have the planet. We'll have the planet to ourselves. Seriously, though. So you want to hear some funny news that I found on the Internet? Always. I'm going to tell you a story and then you can tell me a story. How's that for format? Sounds good? Okay, but I only have one story today. Perfectly fine. We're going to keep this episode short. When you're tired and you're just laying back and scrolling Netflix for 30 minutes and you're like, what do I watch? What do I watch? This one, that one. You can listen to this episode when you do stuff like that. Yeah. We'll keep it short enough. So here goes. A crisp pilot uniform got 48-year-old Rajan Mabubani upgraded seats on flights, while aviation jargon and anecdotes got him entry into cockpits. Now, on November, yeah, on November 18th, dressed as a pilot, he was about to board his 16th flight as a passenger from Delhi's IGI airport. When he was arrested for allegedly impersonating a pilot. What? So this dude, yeah, let me send you his picture. Okay, he's dressed to the nines. Like he looks, (laughs) he legit looks like a pilot. The most extra pilot? Okay. He actually looks like a pilot? Or does he look like a go-go dancer dressed up as a pilot? (laughs) Like Reno 911? No. His uniform isn't that funny. It's pretty legit. And he was apparently dressing up as a pilot okay. to get onto these flights. I mean, he's paying for the ticket and everything. He just wanted to skip the security checks. You know, the stuff you just mentioned? Uh, yeah. He didn't want to do none of that. 
He shuttled between Delhi and Kolkata and got the pilot's uniform stitched from some tailor in Kolkata over a year ago. Now, by the way, military specifically and other special government uniforms can't be stitched like anywhere. You can't just go up to any tailor and be like, hey, can you make me an army uniform or a pilot's uniform? I was going to say. Uh-uh. There are very specific uh, places you have to go to, and I think they get, like, permission or permits or something to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who made him this made him this nifty outfit to skip lines. It was definitely a tailor who had had, like, a bad flight experience. Uh-huh. And he's like, we'll stick it to him here. Yeah, let's get him. <laughs> he also got an army man's uniform stitched and he claimed to be a colonel at times both claims were false (laughs) (laughs) says dcp airport sanjay bhatia officers said that during questioning mapubani told police he was charmed by uniforms and the stereotypes that followed a uniformed man he said the uniform helped him impress women on facebook and tiktok and in person so it was all for the women, I think. That's such a like a serial killer move, though. I, I feel like I've heard a lot of stories about different serial killers who are also like totally fascinated or attracted to like the whole uniform look. People are people like the attention, I guess. I mean, I get it. He's clearly a con man of some sort. We just don't know what he's done. He may have like fooled plenty of women and lied to them and been a Casanova. Is he like the Indian Catch-22? No. Catch me if you can. Yeah, all these articles compare him to that character. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, he just wore the uniform. He didn't do anything else. He didn't actually like try to fly a plane. I don't know if he had like two pilots uniforms because earlier he used to impersonate an Air Asia pilot, okay? And this time he was impersonating a Lufthansa pilot. Oh, true, because you have to get a very specific, like, outfit. Yeah. That's so funny. Do pilots fly only one airline? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but he apparently used to impersonate Air Asia pilots at first, and now he's doing the Lufthansa bit. Yeah, unless they have some kind of common look, right? It's usually a white shirt, blue pants. I bet you like he he met the same staff at the airport and they were like wait a minute last week he said he was air asia this week he said yeah he's lufthansa and so they they questioned him further and even though he had an id on him a fake id he wasn't obviously registered with the airline and so when they asked more questions they were like this id is fake and so they called um the security dedicated to the cause though uh-huh a case of cheating was registered against him and he was arrested. Oh. And Bhatia said, uh, the cop, DCP Bhatia, he said that in the past, the accused had managed to get in the pilot's lane at entry and exit points of the airport because of that ID. Now, think of how dangerous that is, okay? He's, yeah, God. He's clearing these security checks. He's getting into cockpits because he's in this uniform and he's like, hey, pilot to pilot. Why don't you let me in, brother? (laughs) This is so dangerous. He wasn't actually flying or attempting to fly planes, was he? No. (gasps) I hope not. I hope they didn't like let him flip a switch or something. You know, like how you let kids drive? 
Pia, I don't need this news right now. Like, I've already become kind of a nervous flyer, and I have so many flights <laughs> ahead of me. Oh my god, I'm gonna be thinking about this on the plane. Like, what if the pilot's <laughs> just doesn't even know how to fly a plane? Here's what you guys gotta do. Next time you're on a plane, stand up and just ask everyone, anyone pretending to be a pilot on this plane right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no? Okay, good. We're all good. You could do it in like sing-along form. <laughs> if you're pretending to know how to fly a plane and you and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> this guy, he works as a motivational speaker and a business consultant. Okay. And he travels all over the country to give sermons. I don't know what. Uh, motivational speeches. Popular telecom brands invited him to do management training in their company. And then he shared photos on social media. So he's like all over the place. He's not hiding or anything. And this fellow told his clients that he was a retired army officer. Another lie. As well as lied about his educational qualifications liar liar pilot pants <laughs> on fire please say photos of him wearing two uniforms and posing as well as tiktok videos of him singing in the uniform have been recovered from his phone oh wow he's putting it on tiktok what an idiot everyone's putting their crimes on tiktok though how stupid is this tiktok is a strange beast I never downloaded it, so I have no idea. Like I have it. I, I've looked at it a few times, but I'm also not current. But I, I've just heard so many stories of people revealing their crimes on TikTok. And it's like, why? Wait, what do you think? What? You're not going to get caught. Like, there was this story a few weeks ago mm -hmm. on another podcast I was listening to about, like, this young couple these teenage kids who were who killed their dad and like were posting stories about <gasps> it on tiktok something like that what oh my god like why are we talking about these things publicly at all people are bad at crime i mean i guess that's good but because they get <laughs> caught this is weird this uncle is definitely not going to be posting on tiktok anytime soon <laughs> <laughs> I hope he got one girlfriend out of it, out of all this effort. Yeah, some uh. success. <laughs> well, so here's one more small story about people lying at the airport. Oh my God, but my story is about the airport too. I have to find a different story. Yeah, it is. That's perfect. We're on theme and that's totally not planned, by the way. <laughs> okay, this is the airport edition. <laughs> airport edition. Jayesh Patel, an Indian man who tried to get out of India and into USA, posed himself as 81-year-old named Amrik Singh, but was caught at the time of security checks. So the 32-year-old man was stopped as he was trying to board a flight to New York at the IGI airport in New Delhi. Disguised in zero-power glasses to conceal his age, a little bit of makeup, a turban, beard and eyebrows and hair dyed white. He made okay. it through initial security checks and passed immigration officials. But at the final check, he was caught when he refused to get up to get the full body scan. And, and they were like, why do you not want to get up? And he's like, I'm too old. I can't get up. 
And he didn't make any eye contact with the CISF personnel who are security mm-hmm. security personnel on the airport. Then they looked at him a little closely and they noticed his skin looks amazing <laughs> for an 82-year-old. I sent you the picture. Did you take a look? Let me see. Let me see. Oh, my God. Hey, I mean, actually, like, not bad. I mean, in what universe would anyone believe this guy's 82? I would. I don't know. 82? Yeah. And, like, Indians age pretty well. Yeah, but 82? No. 82. Okay, not 82. But he looks old. He could have said he was 70. No, I don't know. He could have said he was maybe 60. 60, 60, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah, yeah. bat an eye. Yeah, I would totally. say, okay, 60, fine. 82, I don't think so. Look at that neck. He's yeah. just, it's so tight. He like, needed he's... to add some, like, uh, he needed to add some fake skin. Mm-hmm. Some saggy skin on the neck yeah, and under to the, the ensemble. eyes and mm-hmm. something. I mean, yeah, he's giving that's... me a complex. Some like... stage makeup. <laughs> <laughs> He looks too good. He looks like he pumped a shit ton of Botox all over his face. Like, no, dude, you don't look 82. On checking Patel's passport, it was detected that he should be 82, born in 1938. But his physical appearance did not match his age in the passport, which made them very suspicious. On tactful questioning, I wonder what that meant. Did they beat him, you think? Like with those soft rubber sticks. Yeah. Hey. hey, uncle. Hey, uncle. How old are you? <laughs> uncle, you don't look so old, uncle. Patel revealed his identity and said that he hails from Ahmedabad in Gujarat. We've never seen a case like this at the Delhi airport before, added the CISF head. As of now, Jayesh Patel has been handed over to immigration officials for further investigation and a probe is on to find out why he was undertaking this illegal act. I mean, it's pretty clear why. Yeah. All he wanted to do was fly over to America and work in a motel or a 7-Eleven. That's the American dream, isn't it? But is it easier to do that if you're old? I mean, I'm pretty sure once he was out of, say, whatever New York airport that he lands at, he would ditch the act and buy another identity. I don't think he would continue to act like an 82-year-old once he's here. Yeah, yeah, I just don't see, like, how it helps him even at the airport in India. And this airport, by the way, sounds like the funnest airport. You just have all these wackos trying to get through. Like, makes for a really interesting job. (laughs) Yeah, take me to Delhi. This is Delhi's IGI airport. And if yeah. anyone's bored, anyone's bored in the pandemic, just head on over, guys. There's all kinds of shenanigans <laughs> happening over here. <laughs> Clearly. He didn't do this all by himself. He hired an agent to, to get to the U.S. And that fellow came up with this idea. He made up this fake passport and everything for him. And he agreed to only be paid once. Jayesh Patel reaches the U.S. All right, there's um, there's there's all kinds of um, travel agents <laughs> waiting to get into the SFX industry. Apparently, <laughs> damn Jayesh, bye. What you do, bro? Come on. 
I hope he doesn't get into too much trouble, though, because he, like, got caught before he did anything bad. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, well. And it's, like, such a silly, like, it seems like such a silly, like, way to get on a flight. I feel like anyone who meant something really insidious would have done something less silly. Maybe it's more in the news because he was trying to go to the U.S. If he was trying to go to, I don't know, Somalia. Whatever, some other country that's not the U.S. No one would have cared. They'd yeah. be like, eh, okay, it's fine, yeah, yeah. go. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> because it was the U.S., they were like, oh, wait a minute, dude. Where I think I'm going to just dress up next time I travel, like, as an old lady. <laughs> just for fun. Like, what can they do? Well, you dyed your hair silver once before, didn't you? Yeah, I'll redo it. I'll get Mm -hmm. the eyebrows done. I'll put some stage makeup on, but like super (laughs) obvious and not even like pretend like I'm trying to be old. I'll just be like, no, I just felt like looking (laughs) old today. What's your problem? I'm legit. I got my visas. Yeah, you should be like, look, I beat my face. Okay, don't be jealous. (laughs) Don't be jealous of my beauty. Oh, well. So. What story do you have, Alex? Is this about the IGI airport in Delhi as well? Let's see. No, it's a flight that was going from England's Birmingham airport to Dubai. Hmm. And on this flight, uh, two Indian origin siblings Mm -hmm. with severe nut allergies were asked to sit in the loo while cashews were being served on the flight. What? Like, with their pants down? (laughs) This, like, isn't even news. It's just, like, a really bad flight experience, but... Oh, my God. Couldn't they just not have given out the cashews? The two two siblings, Shannon Sahota and Sandeep Sahota, Mm -hmm. had informed Emirates Airlines thrice about their allergies, Mm -hmm. but 40 minutes into the flight from England's Birmingham airport to Dubai... Cabin crew mm-hmm. started serving fried nuts, not even nuts, <laughs> fried nuts, and oh, leaving no. them, quote unquote, panic stricken. Oh, no. I guess the nuts were being served in a chicken biryani. <gasps> and before the meal service began, the Emirates staff had asked them to shift to a toilet with cushions <laughs> and pillows to avoid what? discomfort owing to their allergy. Oh no! It's really funny because like they have like gone very vocal about this. Like there's a Twitter, there's a Twitter post from the Voice of Republic. I don't know what this handle is, but it's like the two of them holding their ticket and looking very seriously and and somberly at the camera, very disapprovingly. I mean, what they put like cushions all over the toilet and made them sit the on toilet. the floor. That ew. <laughs> Ew! That's disgusting! Obviously, they didn't agree to go into the toilet. They just very angrily went and sat for the next seven hours of the flight in the back of the plane with blankets covering their faces. Oh, my God. So dramatic. Well, I feel bad for them, but it is funny. I mean, it must be pretty bad allergies. Um, They said... Mm. We were stunned when a supervisor told us one way around it for us was to spend the flight in the cabin loo. Oh, no, it's not funny. Like, allergies are serious, but it's just, it is funny. They started a whole new 
class of uh, air tickets, huh? The latrine, <laughs> the latrine <laughs> class. <laughs> That's like the yeah, the next class, first class, first economy first class, and the class. latrine, <laughs> the latrine class. Oh my god! Wow, wow. Wow. Kruv didn't really seem to care. What the hell is this? If it's in a biryani, it's exposed. It's open. It's not like pe- nuts in a packet that are still a little yeah. safe. Because you can ask for it back yeah, yeah. and be like, hey, people, give it back or whatever. It's in a goddamn yeah. biryani, okay? People are going to eat that up like in seconds. Who's going to forego biryani? Tell me. No one. I know. And they're microwaving it, so it's totally airborne, too. <laughs> they might as well have pulverized the nuts and, like, thrown it about, Sprayed like, it. confetti. <laughs> Here you go, nuts for everyone. This is that. You know how sometimes in the airlines they do that, like, spray, they go through the aisle to disinfect the mm-hmm. aerosol spray? They might as yeah. well just, like, made the nuts in aerosol form and sprayed it. Those poor people. And I feel like probably they just got ignored because they were Indian. Oh, that... Mm, possible. Emirates flights are full of Indians anyway, but that doesn't mean that they don't discriminate. They probably do. They're full of Indians, but they're treated as like cattle cars when... Like, the flights to India are mm-hmm. always treated differently than the flights True. to anywhere else I've True. been in the world. It's terrible. It's bullshit. I remember my dad, when we were all traveling for one of our cousin's weddings uh, to Malaysia. And I remember, I think we were in Malaysian Airlines, I believe. And this cabin crew was really, the way he was behaving, it was like so crude. No grace whatsoever. Yeah. My dad asked him for something three times and he just kept ignoring my dad. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, and he kept walking off. And the other white passengers who were sitting a couple of rows ahead of us, same class of tickets, not like they were first class or anything. Yeah. He was tending to them with a lot more attention and politeness. <sighs> and my dad noticed that. The fourth time my dad asked him for it, he's like, I'll get it when I have time. He said that. Uh-huh. My dad lost it. He oh. stood up. He stood up. This is your job. You go back there and you're bloody well going to get this sugar packet or whatever it was for me right <laughs> now. He's like, I've asked you three times and you've dismissed me. You go back there and you get it right now. I don't know if you remember my dad, but you don't mess with him. Yeah. He looked stern. He always fooled people with his appearance. Everyone thought he was a cop yeah, or an yeah. intelligence officer or something. He had that look looking. and he always yeah. wore Ray-Bans. So... You would not want to mess with him, especially when he was being stern. So that guy just melted in his shoes. And he's like, sorry, sir. I'm so sorry. I'll just go get it right oh now. Oh, my God. And then that's amazing. We were laughing our heads off. We were like, Daddy, what are you doing? Daddy was like, yeah, he can't do that. He's treating us like shit just because we're Indian. Because yeah. we saw the, the difference in the treatment. Yeah. We saw that he was literally, he was being racist. That mm-hmm. is racism. He asked for a complaint form before we landed. He filled it out. He asked that guy's name in front of him and he wrote it on the form. Nice. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Now, submitting that complaint form was another thing altogether. Really? Malaysian Airlines, they made it so difficult to lodge a complaint. They didn't want to hear it. Of course. (laughs) It took us an hour after we landed to make sure that complaint was lodged correctly 
But my dad didn't give up. He's like, no, I'm going to see this till the end and make sure it goes down officially. Dedication to the cause. How dare you? How dare you treat us like second class citizens? We all paid the same price for the ticket. These two poor Indians with severe nut allergies, which clearly had them fearing for their lives. Their lives. <laughs> Poor things cowering in the corner next to the toilets under a blanket. Oh, I would sue the hell out of Emirates. I mean, that's kind of how I sleep on a plane anyways. So like, it's probably <laughs> fine, but... Yeah, nut allergies are bad. Like, some have it mild, but you can die in minutes, especially if you don't have EpiPens and stuff. So I wouldn't joke around with it. Like, no. I mean, we can joke around about it right now, but I don't know why the flight crew didn't take them seriously. What did they think? They were lying for what? They didn't want others to enjoy nuts? Like, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Why would you lie about that? I don't know. It's crazy. Like, you know how sometimes... You want to eat something else other than what's assigned to your seat. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I don't eat so-and-so meat, you know, whatever. I'm a vegan. I want the other thing. And some airlines take that so seriously. Like, my Mm -hmm. flight here, they brought the, like, halal food before they brought all of the other food and made sure everyone with a special diet had their, like, special food first. Like, this is the complete opposite of that. They were like, everyone who doesn't have a nut allergy, here you go, nut biryani. Here's your food. Make sure you eat it. Like, make sure you talk while you eat. You can just throw the food around. Like, make sure you get it everywhere. Don't worry at all. It's totally halal. (laughs) So your concerns have been met. (laughs) You know, screw everyone else who has life-threatening situations. I would sue Emirates in this case. Totally. I would. This is not done. Or at least they should get free flights for the next five years or something. They need to be compensated. This is just unacceptable. So I got this article off of Mm indiatimes.com news forward slash weird. I have no idea what is the like, you know, validity of this article at all, but. It probably happened. I I feel like it checks. I, I can see this happening. And I'm, I can yeah. see this happening again, in fact. I can see it happening too. They just look so <laughs> serious and disappointed, though, with their little ticket. Oh, I see their faces. They're so serious, right? I can see the truth in their eyes. I think they do have allergies. They passed my test. Well, thanks. Thanks for that story, Alex. That was really, well, sad but funny. And I'm glad their siblings <laughs> are alive to tell their story. Yeah, they're fine, so we can laugh about it. Emirates, do better, all right? Well, I forgot to mention that I guest appeared on another podcast a couple weeks ago. And the episode is out now. Well, the episode is called Jungle Book, and it's on the Hit Me One More Time podcast. It's a nostalgia podcast, and they talk about all the things that we enjoyed as children, and they (laughs) take a second look at it right now, and they question whether it really was good or was it just, you know, childhood, our false memories from that time, enjoying enjoying stuff like that. So I wanted to talk about The Jungle Book because it was so special to me as a child. And, well, I still enjoy it now, so to me, it totally holds up. Yeah. I don't think they had the same fascination or association with the story. So understandably, it didn't really hold up for them over time. 
Although the music did. So I totally get it. I get it. I mean, I lived in India, so it makes sense. I was like, hey, this looks like me and where I live. So I relate to it. I remember the last time I watched it, it it definitely felt like very aged, but I was still into it. Like the animation is still cool at the very least. It's classic. I love that episode. I've heard it like 10 times already. It's so <sighs> weird, isn't it? Like we did it. We recorded it. It's my own voice. I wrote the damn script, but I still like to listen to it as if it's a podcast, <laughs> you know, like if, as if it's some other podcast. I just love that episode. That one was so fun. Yeah, I'm going to have to think up some more non-true crime stories to cover in season two. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for what's coming. From what you've told me, I'm so, so, so excited. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just have to focus and start typing because that is so hard right now. You know, with the summer going on and a toddler with all kinds of... I have a teenager in a toddler's body in my home right now so <laughs> it's really not easy to focus on anything but I'm two trying. going on <laughs> 12 two going on 15 15 oh, I think yeah two going on 15 yeah I, I'm just gonna hand her the car keys next week and be like here go drive that sounds like a great idea <laughs> let's call it a day on this episode I think it was fun. I enjoyed. I had fun. This casual setting. Yeah. (laughs) And I think what we learned is that airports are amazing. And you should definitely try to get away with something. Who needs Six Flags? Who needs Disneyland? Go to the airport. That's where the fun is at. As long as you don't forget your EpiPen. And your fake IDs. Very important. Okay. Don't forget, (laughs) you guys. All right. I don't know if it's going to be another casual one like this or we'll be able to record an actual episode, but there'll be something. All right. So see you guys next week. Yeah. With a little. No doubt. Masala and spice. Spice. Uh Spice. Spice. Uh Namaste. Namaste. Bye-bye.